Welcome to High Panda, the podcast that pits two of the world's most cunning creatures, bizarre beasts, or feisty fauna against each other on a somewhat unorthodox battlefield. Each week, there can only be one true king of the jungle who will be crowned the High Panda. This podcast is not suitable for children due to the rude language. Hello, welcome to the High Panda Podcast, a podcast where each week me and my co-host will be determining what is definitively the best animal at a certain job. My name is Kyle, and I am of course joined this week by a man whose sharp mandibles have recently scored him a 6 on the Schmidt Sting Pain Index. Timothy Miles, Tim, such an amazing award, the sharpest sting of all of the insects sharper than the bullet ants. Do you want to tell us about it? Yeah, thanks. It's um, these new dentures that uh, <laughs> have been given. I, uh, I lost all my teeth due to crack. Um, crack is uh, an endemic problem in my neighbourhood, uh, mostly because I source and distribute all of it. <laughs> you choke you've, on your beer then. <laughs> yeah, you've ruined, you have ruined a later uh, introduction where I do call you Timothy the Crack Man. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no, I'm sorry. We can cut it out. No, it's fine. <laughs> we can juggle it around. We can put that bit at the beginning and then cut this bit and put it at the end. Perfect. That's you can do excellent. that, right? I mean, yeah, you're the yeah, one that yeah. does it, so I'm just like giving you work. Let's <laughs> <laughs> start talking backwards, and then you have to like reverse okay, it. <laughs> okay, let's have like ten seconds of Timothy talking backwards now. Okay, what would I say? Um, oh, I've got to write it down. Well, this is interesting. No, no, interesting next... podcasting. Timothy next I'll... week is going to do his introduction backwards, guys. You heard that here. Oh, Jesus. What have I signed myself up to? <laughs> <laughs> right. What were we saying? Oh, yeah. Um, Schmidt pain scale. Yeah. Yeah. Is six the top one? Five is the top one with the bullet ants. Oh, six is just me, especially me. You should know. You've got the certificate. You bit him really hard. That's true. It's and you've true. had them venom sacks installed. I think that helped. Yeah, but it makes me look like I've got a double chin. <laughs> As we descend into disrepair. Yeah, I'm 31 in about two weeks. Ooh. You excited for your 31st? Um, uh, it's all right. I don't know. I've not really got anything planned. I had a big one for 30, but obviously that got cancelled. So. Well, we will sort you out with something, I'm sure, Timothy. We will, we will, we will give you a special one. It's going to be strippers. It's going to be male strippers. I know it. Anyway, shall we get shall we get on with the show? Yes, let's do it. Excellent. Yeah, I told you before the podcast started that we had, I had big, big news this week. Big news. Are you excited for the big news, Timothy? I'm, I'm excited. I always am. I've been, I've been out there. I've been hustling and bustling. I've been taking okay. names and also some numbers and some other things as well i don't really know how that phrase goes and we finally have sponsorship tim no way we are, sp- are sponsored i'm genuinely 100 percent serious so i've got the um no the, way. i've got the copy here uh do you know okay. what the copy is in no what a copy of what so it's like in podcast terms they call it the copy it's the it's the points that the advertiser wants to give to oh, us so right. i've yep. i've turned the copy into a little bit of a script and i'm going to read that to you now if that's okay 
Yeah, go on. Okay, remember, yeah, yeah. remember, we have to be very upbeat about this. We have to be okay. like super cool. Like this is this is us making money on this podcast. All right, you ready? Do... Okay, fine. Yeah, straight face. Straight Let's face. Look, look, good. Okay, right. So uh, today we are sponsored by Goose the Mongooses Mangoose Goose Moose. Have your goose men lost their sheen? Do you need more vibrant plumage from your goose men hybrids? Well. Goose Moosington the Mongoose has you covered. Just go to goosegoosemoosegoose.wordpress.com forward slash show me that sweet man goose moose backslash backslash 642.html and use offer code HYPANDRA at checkout for 10% off your first order. This mangoose goose moose is made from 100% real gooses and is scientifically proven to have long-lasting effects on your goosey humanoids. Clumping, gone. Lice, gone. Honking, increased by 20%. And that's not all. For a limited time only, we have new tropical flavour. That's right. New Mango Goose the Mongoose's Mangoose Goose Moose is now available. So don't forget to go to goosegoosemoosegoose.wordpress.com forward slash show me that sweet man goose moose backslash backslash 642.html and use offer code HYPANDRA at checkout. Goose the Mongoose's Mangoose Goose Moose is not scientifically tested, not suitable for mooses, mans or gooses. Goose the Mongoose is an actual mongoose and legal action can therefore not be taken. So, Timothy, you've been using uh, Goose the Mongoose's Mangoose Goose Moose for the past week on your Goosey Men. Yeah, yeah, this is absolutely... <laughs> 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 I was biting my lip throughout the whole thing. I was like bright red. Oh, I was just like, ugh, you bastard. I was excited for a second when you told me at first. And I was like, oh... I, 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 I don't want to disappoint you. I, have I lied to you and it's made lovely. it really awkward? <laughs> I was like... That's killer. We've only done a couple of recordings, released nothing. But I see you've been chatting to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've uh, uh, I've been hustling and bustling on the old Twitter at High Panda Pod. Uh, I've actually been speaking to an expert in the field on the animal that I have chosen today as well. I actually know about this. Yeah, you've been fucking secretly looking at these messages. Well, originally I didn't stay logged into Twitter. Right? We both have the same Twitter login. Um, for the podcast obviously i don't really use twitter so i just log off immediately after like sending a message or making a post but we've discovered that we can both be logged in at the same time and which means i now get the notifications popping up when a message from was it the the angler fish expert or something yeah yeah was uh, responding back and i was like oh i'll have a little look at that oh my god the whole plan is Gone. Um, right, we're going to have to get separate Twitter accounts, I think. I think we're going to have think, to break up on Twitter. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I could just not look at messages. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, so, Timothy, tell us about how the um, this uh, mangoose... Oh, my God. I've practiced that script so many times, I can't remember it anymore. How that the mongoose... Mongoose, mongoose, mongoose goose oh. moose... <laughs> has, been, has been affecting your mengoose. Okay, uh, first, you are aware a mongoose is entirely separate to a goose or a man, right? They're, they're very, all three are different. Just so you're aware, I was asleep okay. last night and I woke up in the middle of the night and hovering above my bed was a fiery mongoose who called himself right. Goose Moosington, the mongoose. And he said that I had to advertise his 
Mangoose Goose Moose, and if he didn't, he would kidnap Harriet. So that's why I'm doing oh, this. Oh, so problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Not, no, I shouldn't shit on Harriet. She's lovely. Yeah, what does it do? Uncomps my geese men, doesn't it? Which I have. You've got a big paddock of geese men roaming out in the back of your house. Oh, huge paddock. I'm, yeah, landed gentry. Got loads of land. And loads um. of strong buff men on the bottom with rippling abs and with goose heads. Just like the full neck length as well. So they've got like, they'd be like seven and a half foot tall. They are at massive. full stretch. Yeah. yeah. Not intimidating in any way. But it's been working really um. well on you, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's been great. Uh, I've also, yeah, I've used it personally on myself. I've grown back all my hair. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It- Highly recommend Bring that dollar dollar bill in. Um, I'll say anything for money. Have we asked about for long enough? Shall we start the podcast a proper? Yeah, sure. We should actually do what we came here. Why don't you tell us about who, what our challenge is today and okay. what the criteria are? There's a slight format yes. change as well. Why don't you tell us about that? Right. Yeah. So we switched things about a little bit just because we've done a couple now and we thought we can improve this. So... Um, First thing is, uh, what we were doing was determining what the um, criteria for an animal to be good at um, the exercise or the challenge. We would do that on the spot in in the episode. Um, we've actually done that beforehand. So for this one, the challenge is the best animal to do juggling, not to be juggled or juggle with, but to actually do the juggling. And... In the week, we determined that to be a good juggler, any animal would need, firstly, razzle-dazzle. Secondly, eye appendage coordination, as opposed to hand-eye coordination. Um, and mavericitude, which we've determined to be, you know, like a maverick attitude, a bit of a an outsider, but also kind of really cool and slick. Like every main character of every cool film, probably. <laughs> Yeah, I like the fact that we haven't been discriminatory against those animals who do not have hands. I thought that was mm-hmm. very good of us. Important, very important. Um, and we'll also now take it in turns to each do one point at a time, rather than one of us monologuing for half the episode and the other one monologuing for the other half. Exactly. Make it a little bit more conversational, like we actually like each other. Yeah, like, uh, we're not two completely separate people who've recorded one half and you've recorded the other half and we just stick them together. Sounds yeah. absolutely perfect, Tim. So, cool. um, I was hoping, and I was hoping you would agree with this, that we could mm-hmm. start with the eye appendage coordination. Yeah, cool, we could do that. I, th- I felt like that was the most important one, so it'd be good to get mm. a bit of background on our animals in order to do that, yeah? I think so. Yeah, I could do that. I'm the challenger. And as is high panda tradition, I go first because I am the challenger. So mm-hmm. as is no surprise to Tim, I have mm-hmm. chosen one of the animals from the uh, Toxotidae family. I have chosen the archer fish. Oh, cool. Very cool. <laughs> that, yeah, 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 yeah. that was good pretend, Tim, that you pretended that no, you just like, heard that for the like first I've time. I've never heard of it. I've never heard of what's it. What's that? I deny all accusations. Yeah, what is that what's, thing? What's an archer fish? <laughs> I spent more time looking up your choice than I have mine. <laughs> yeah, so befo- before we start, I would obviously like to give a big shout out to the uh, uh, scientist who I was speaking to online. Uh, they are a PhD graduate who are currently studying uh, the behavior of archer fish. 
I haven't quite confirmed whether or not I can give them a shout out and tell them, tell everyone what their Twitter handle is. But if they get back to me and say that's cool, next episode I'll tell you who they are. But they are absolutely amazing because they've helped me out so much with this. And hopefully I can beat Tim and knock him off his two-week winning streak. Let's get into it. Uh, So we're starting by talking about eye appendage coordination. So the archerfish is a type of fish that lives in mangrove forests in Southeast Asia. I thought you were going to say water. (laughs) It is a fish that lives in water, guys. (laughs) We'll start with the base, and we're going to build up from there, everyone. Well, we should start with a fish. A fish is an animal. Well, after there's... What is a fish? Exactly. There is a... No such thing as a fish. There is a podcast that is all about there is no such thing as a fish. That was the first fact on their podcast. This is a very traditional fish. It's got fins. It's got gills. Mouth, eyes, butthole. But they live in they live in mangrove forests. There's lots of nutrients about. There's lots of insects, and they have adapted over the years to be able to knock uh, insects off the branches of the uh, the trees up above them over the years. Uh, and the way they do this is really interesting, Tim. Do you know how they do this? The archerfish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Squirt water out of their mouths. Isn't that right? I'm not sure how they do that. Like they spit quite far. Further than I could spit. They absolutely do, yeah. They kind of take in a big mouthful of water and then use the muscles on either side of their gills to kind of close their gills really quickly and projectile fire uh, some water out of their mouth and at a target. Now, uh, this is like one of the weirdest behaviors you'll ever see. If you haven't seen this before, please do go on YouTube and look up archer fish hunting because it is absolutely bizarre. Um, When they do this, scientific studies have shown that they uh, actually make sure the first part of the water that leaves their mouth uh, leaves at a slower speed and at less pressure than the back part of their spout. And that means that the back part catches up with the front part to make kind of like a big glob of water, which increases the pressure, knocking the insect off the air, off of the (laughs) thing. Jesus Christ, that's like a lot of... uh... Like, almost engineering it, has gone into that, right? A lot of thought. Really is. Yeah, yeah. Like, all of this is about how clever the archerfish are. I really want to talk about how clever animals they are. Their brain is actually the size of about a grain of rice. What? Yeah. And they can they can modify their, their shot in order to increase the pressure so that the front and back tip of their little beam, their beam of water, touch yeah. each other at the same point. It's absolutely amazing. Um, That's nuts. Some studies have shown that archerfish actually have 100% accuracy uh, within 65 centimetres. Now, that's on a still target, but 100% accuracy within 65 centimetres is absolutely amazing. That is very good. That is, yeah. And they're not big, right? 65 centimetres for them, proportionally, is probably quite far. A couple body lengths. Yeah, they're usually only a few centimetres long. Yeah. yeah, two and a half centimeters. Yeah, one inch. Right, they're okay. about one inch long. A lot of them. One inch long. And they fire. Okay. They can fire. They can fire with one hundred percent accuracy up to sixty-five centimeters. Which is yeah, ab- wow. absolutely nuts. Uh, part of this is due to their really good eyes. They have much better eyes than most animals. They not most animals. They have most much better eyes than most fish. They can. Uh, there's a thing called the Landolt C test 
which is similar okay. to, do you know the test where they've got the letters, the big letters at the top and the little letters oh, at the bottom? Oh, yeah, at the um, optometrist. Yeah, they, they score much better than that. Uh, they score much better at that than all other fish, essentially. So they have the best sight out of the fish world. Okay. And their eyes don't actually account for the refraction of the light. So they have to learn, because as the light comes into the water, yeah. it kind of bends under. Yeah. And that means that they can fire a beam from learned behavior. They know exactly where to fire it, even through the refraction of the water, which I find absolutely fascinating. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's nuts. That's like when you see the fish and then you try and like poke it with a stick, but you're off by know half a foot yeah exactly humans are right. notoriously yeah. terrible at this there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of uh, studies going on at the minute uh our archer fish friend uh, was telling me about how she's doing a, th- uh, a study where she's looking at how younger archer fish can learn from older archer fish how to shoot so they actually have learned behavior oh cool which yeah. it's not really part of the um the criteria for this week but i feel like all i would have to do tim is teach one archer fish and then that archer fish could just go away and teach the other ones how to juggle. Okay, okay. But they've definitely got that good uh, eye appendage coordination. Yeah, they've definitely got that. They're really good at that. Um, the other thing about their jets that I wanted to briefly talk about was okay. they can use their jets underwater to dislodge uh, burrowing animals that are under the silt and sediment. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like shooting a water gun in the bath. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a pretty good juggler. I'm... I was I juggled. You a lot. are a good juggler. I juggled a lot yeah. when I was a kid, when I was younger, when I was at university. And a big problem with juggling is that you drop your balls. <laughs> sorry, you did that on purpose. I paused. <laughs> I paused. <laughs> he knew it was coming. Okay, sorry. Yes, you drop your balls. Your balls drop. They would roll under like the couch or something, and then you'd have to go and get yeah. them out. I feel like the archer fish would be able to get their balls back pretty quickly by just like blasting a, a jet of water out at them. Yeah, shoot them out the other side. Shoot right? them out the other side. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> They live in, like, the Spongebob seashell, and they've got, like, couches and furniture around. Yeah, I'm imagining that this archer fish is kind of like a cool stoner dude who kind of just sits about the house all day practicing juggling. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. (laughs) That's really cool. All right. Do you want to tell us about your um, appendage eye coordination? Tell us about your animal first. What have you picked? Right. So what I picked was the otter. And there's actually an interesting. Of paper that course, he fucking did, guys. Of course, I did. I looked. I googled I this animals that are best at juggling, and otter and showed up it? all of the time. Yeah. It's Tim's favorite animal, and I deliberately it left is. it alone because I'm such a Thank nice you. person. That's why I love you. So yeah, continue. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so there's an interesting paper looking at um, juggling behavior in otters looks at two types of otters and compares them, but obviously I'm more concerned about the juggling itself. So there's both the Asian small-clawed otter and the smooth-coated otter. So they both exhibit this behavior of juggling with rocks. And for some people, this might be well-known. It was kind of a cute fact about otters. They have like a favorite rock. You may have heard this. Um, and they carry it around in like a sort of a, a pocket like under their arm. Um, some of them carrying this this rock around for life that is uh so cute i am adorable right oh just the idea of this is my rock and i keep this yeah. rock forever it is mine yeah my, you're my squishy and this is mine or whatever it is from, uh, <laughs> from finding, finding Nemo. Nemo, yeah. this is my squishy and it is mine um so they have at least one rock often 
and if you um, you know look this up on I don't know like YouTube or something um, for videos, what they often do with it is they lay on their backs and they kind of bat it around across their chest and neck, and sometimes they do this with more than one. Uh, it looks kind of like contact juggling rather than throwing them up and catching them. It's like contact juggling, moving them around constantly. See, because I would have said that's definitely not juggling. That's just throwing a single rock. But if you say they use more than one rock, then that Some is juggling. Do. Some do. Some will have more than one rock. I think predominantly it's usually one, but there's definitely videos that I've seen looking this up where one had even three. It was like batting around on its chest and playing with. Oh, my God. Do we know Do we know why they do this at all? Is there any kind of re- theories behind why they might want to actually like yeah. throw rocks around? So what the paper was looking at was um, essentially like what were the some of the reasons. Uh, predominantly it seems to be about play, right? Uh, it's a form of play and often play in animals is also like honing your skills, um, getting that better coordination, getting better balance, you know, playing tag with each other, whatever they might be doing. So with rock juggling, that seems to be one instance. It's, it's kind of like a, a version of their playing. Um, what they were also looking at is like the ages and sexes and between these two species, the Asian small clawed and the smooth coated otter, what the differences were. So um, what they found is that more often it was the juveniles and the older otters that tended to do juggling more than like the sort of like the middle aged uh, otters, whatever you middle age for an otter. I don't know. Um, and also it seemed to happen more when they were hungry. Uh, I don't know what the reason behind that is. Maybe it's just, you know, they're hungry and they've got nothing else to do. Um, You know, pass the time or something. I have no idea. Um, But yeah, there seem to be some correlations as to why they were doing this stuff. It seems more like a hobby than like, Mm. like hunting is their job. And obviously when they're young and when they're old, they don't have a job anymore. So then they go back to their hobbies. It's like kids are like always playing in the park and then old people are always doing old people Shit. stuff yeah whatever they're doing, doing. podcasts <laughs> <laughs> but like the middle-aged ones are like yeah 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 i'd love to spend all day juggling the rocks but i've got to go to work hunting all of the fish yeah. Out of thing. <laughs> yeah so that's a little bit about them um in terms of eye appendage coordination like apart from them like catching fish and doing all their hunting stuff it's not really juggling related but i think they're definitely you know got a good sense of coordination in catching prey and stuff like that. They're, they're hunters, um, but they're juggling, like I say, it's contact juggling. Uh, they're not throwing and catching things in the air. Um, I would like to add one point that I forgot. I'm oh, sorry. I would like mm. to add one point that I forgot about my archer fish. They are one of a very small number of animals that use intercept hunting. Have you heard about intercept hunting? What is intercept hunting? Intercept hunting is um, when an animal will, rather than just like blindly chasing another animal, it will okay. calculate exactly where it's going to uh, <gasps> going to land and then move towards that area. Humans yeah. humans are probably the best people at intercept hunting. They're probably oh, yeah. the best at it. Um, like because we throw things all the time and we're you know naturally yeah, naturally good nail at someone at rugby exactly like, oh, yeah. he's running there he's running there he's running. Oh, get him yeah if you've ever seen a good sports game because I, I know the sport yeah. i know all the sports, all really the sports. Well. i'm good at sports <laughs> here here on my animal-based podcast that i'm recording alone <laughs> in my office i'm great at sports 
I, yeah. yeah I, okay. They're, but that's cool. Yeah, they can intercept. And apparently they can, if you throw my uh, Twitter arch aficionado friend uh, mm-hmm. told me that um, if you throw two bits of food into the into the tank at the same time for an archer fish, mm-hmm. in that split second whilst it's in the air, it will decide which one is closest and then land directly underneath it. So it can look at two targets, quickly okay. decide which one's closer, and then swim towards that one and catch it at the moment it hits the water. Oh, okay, yeah. So they're, they're good at, like, working out the trajectories of things, I think. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay, that's really cool. That's good, isn't it? I can't one up you on that. I was going to, and otters also. No, I've got nothing else. <laughs> um, shall we move on to the second topic yes. then? Did you want to do Razzle Dazzle or did you want to do Maverickitude? Uh, let's save Maverickitude for last. Let's do Razzle Dazzle. Razzle Dazzle. Yeah. So, can you just describe quickly for us, Tim, what Razzle Dazzle actually is, just in case people are confused? I think Razzle Dazzle is most best described as um, a form of jazz hands. Jazz hands represented in any way, right? I mean, if it's like your attitude, you've got a very jazz hands attitude. Um, I don't know. What is razzle dazzle? Sequins on your waistcoat? If you've got sequins on your waistcoat, you've definitely got razzle dazzle. I was thinking the exact same thing. Razzle dazzle is 100% all about them sequins. If you've got sequins, if you've got some kind of funky moves, you're razzle dazzling. If you're a cruise ship magician... Then... I imagine you come with Razzle Dazzle. It probably <laughs> says in the job ad, must have four years experience in Razzle Dazzle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but we chuck this in. It's a fun one, but I mean, yeah, I guess we can we can bullshit our way through Razzle Dazzle, right? We absolutely can. Uh, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first for this one? Uh, I'll, I'll swap. I'll go first. I was just going to say the Razzle Dazzle, because I, yeah, I did have in the back of my mind um, sequins on the waistcoat. Slick, glossy coat. How shiny are otters when they come out of the water? They're so shiny. Well, they are very shiny and majestic. Shiny, sparkly, sparkly little water dogs. Um, so I think that's really their, their dazzle and their razzle is in their shiny coats. But seeing as you've picked a fish with scales, yep. I think that's probably the most shiny waistcoat, isn't it? I would say that. I would also say that I've got a quote from one of the, the first <gasps> people who discovered uh, archerfish. Mahatma Gandhi. This was um, John Albert Schlosser, not Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> John Albert Schlosser okay. in 1776. Nice. He wrote this about them, which is, he says, um, I'm going to do my posh British voice now. Go on then. With surprising dexterity, it ejects out of its tubular mouth a single drop of water, which never fails to strike the fly into the sea. I like it. I, I feel like the word tubular there is... It uses the word tubular to describe the mouth, but tubular is quite like a surfer term. Oh, yeah, like um, catching the waves, catching yeah, the Yeah, totally yeah, tubular, man. <laughs> so I think that definitely gets me a definitely gets me a mark there for... Oh, yeah, that's cool. And you went above and beyond in your homework. 200-year-old scientist points. saying tubular about this animal yeah. definitely counts. His quote sounds like a good tweet, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's short, right? It's pretty short. It is 100% tweetable. I will tweet it the That's moment this podcast ends. Tweet it. <laughs> We're going to live tweet it. Oh, my God. Don't forget your hashtags, boys. Um, I also had a bit of uh, bit of stuff about them leaping out of the water. Okay. So I thought Razzle Dazzle could more be like kind of showmanship. Yeah, definitely. Um, Archerfish tend to hunt in small groups, small schools. And if... 
they knock uh, an insect off a branch, then they're going to have to kind of like jump up to catch it in order to get it. Okay. The archerfish can jump out of the water two and a half times its body length in order to catch nice. prey. Again, catching skill. Yeah. They throw the water out, they catch with their mouths. Yeah, not bad. Um, okay. But um, this is a really interesting skill because normally like things like sharks and dolphins and stuff, they can jump much higher relative to their body length, but they've got to make, take a big run up. They go deep down into the water and then they fly upwards. The archerfish can jump two and a half times its body length from pretty much a standstill, like straight out of the water. Shit. Re- okay. That's really good. That's like you yeah, yeah. jumping onto like the roof of the roof well, of I'm a... not that tall. <laughs> <laughs> the roof of You're like two and a half times my height. Uh... <laughs> it's like you jumping onto the roof of a shed from just like standstill. Yes, from a standstill. I think that's quite yeah. razzle dazzle, right? That's pretty good. If they leap and then they kick their heels up behind them at the same time. Yeah, they've also got quite like a nice stripey design to them. So they're like silver, then black, and silver, then black. And yeah, they're they're, they're razzly dazzly creatures. I like that. I like that. Okay, nice. So that leaves us with Maverickitude. Maverickitude. Uh, Obviously a mashup here. Yeah, so Maverickitude is the idea to be kind of like a stuntman, a showboater. You've got to be dangerous. Jugglers are good at juggling knives and fire and all that kind of shit. So, like, you need to be able to be a maverick. Not good at juggling life's responsibilities, though, are they? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen a juggler who's got their shit together? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> I ran away and joined the circus to be a juggler. I'm escaping. My, <laughs> escaping. My father hates me. <laughs> I now have dreadlocks. <laughs> that is probably really cruel and unfair. I only know one juggler, and it's you. You don't have. You don't have. Ju- you don't have dreadlocks. I don't have enough hair to have dreadlocks. <laughs> me neither. Do you want me to start this one? I'll start this one, right? Yeah, you, you take this one. Okay, so the archer fish is a real maverick. They have maverick. a very exploratory behavior. They're like little dogs almost from what I've heard about them. Okay. Um, the thing that uh, scientists studying archer fish dislike the least about them is archer fish love spraying water into the eyeballs of the scientists <laughs> what <Yeah. laughs> this is a bit of a fuck you i was i was talking again to this a scientist on twitter and they told me that they're so good at it that you've got, you've got a fish tank normally it's got that plastic little roof on the top yeah they can shoot through the gaps in the plastic roof on top of it into your eyeball no yeah <laughs> Because that's accurate. Because the eye is so kind of like shiny, it kind of mm. catches the attention of the archerfish more than the rest of the face, so they shoot directly into the eyeballs as well. Oh God, <laughs> fish water in the eye. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Uh, there was a study done as well where they looked at how archerfish can recognize faces, just like how bees can. I talked about how bees can do mm. this last week. Yeah. They did a very similar kind of study. They found out that yep. archer fish can recognize human faces and they can fire at the appropriate face in order to get a treat. Oh. It's really weird as well because we talked about that, that brain size, that grain of rice for a brain. Yeah. They can do this despite having a neocortex, which is kind of the main part of our brain, which recognizes faces. They've got yeah. a much older, smaller brain. Their brain's hardwired into a part of the brain called the optic tectum. 
Which well, means that, that. Oh, I haven't even made. I'm just reading this okay. off the thing in front of me. Don't oh, worry. Okay. I'm not actually intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> I googled some articles and wrote some shit down. It's more than I did. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they can they can recognize faces without having the part of the brain in humans that recognizes faces, which is just weird. Right. But I would say it's fairly maverick to have the person who captures you. You then shoot water in their face every time they come and try and feed you. Yeah, so does that encourage people to feed them? Because I feel like it wouldn't encourage... I would be like, well, I guess you're not getting shit today. It would be a bit like if me and you got captured in wartime, okay? Yeah. And like, because we would straight away. Yeah, we would. Like, immediately. Yeah. And then we got taken to, like, a a, a, a camp to be put, in, put into. And then every time they came to give us our food, we pissed through the bars of our captors, like... Oh, yeah, and I can see that happening. <laughs> Uh, genuinely (laughs) (laughs) right yeah but i feel like we would get treated worse for that how do these um anglerfish scientists feel Uh, uh, they seem to love them they think they're really cool and interesting i i I don't think they take any personal offense if you can if you guys can hear some uh, meowing in the background it is my cat wolfie who is currently begging for food because it is five minutes past her feeding time waiting for it to spit in your face yeah, she's likely to she woke me up at 6am this morning um, oh. Wolfie does this thing uh, Tim you've probably heard this but for people mm. at home she climbs onto yeah. the bed at about 5 in the morning and then scratches at the duvet and then gets right into your face with her stinky cat breath and goes ah! <laughs> <laughs> I hate that noise so much <laughs> it's like uh when you have the same alarm every morning and that sound just like makes you just Argh! yeah exactly um do you want to tell us about how the otter is a maverick then i am gonna say they're well loved they are rogues of the water both the sea and of uh, the river freshwater they're also pretty elusive hard to catch so it's like hard to get you know what i mean like uh you never want to be too available if you're like the main character maverick guy, right? <laughs> you're important. You got shit to do. You're hard to locate. You're busy, and that's all. Always are difficult to to find, right? You've got to use camera traps. You're not gonna often just walk across an otter. And I think they would look great in a pirate outfit too, which is pretty dashing. I think that's like you oh. could dress them up in a pirate outfit and then give them some rocks to juggle. <laughs> do you want to tell uh, the people at home about your tattoo and what we used to do at university? Oh. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I think there's a photo somewhere. So the first tattoo I ever got at university, I think I was 18 or 19, is like a line art drawing of an otter on the side of my stomach. And because it's line art, there, it's obviously all blank in the middle. It's just like you know minimal detail. And from time to time, we were often drunk, I think, doing this. Uh, we would color in or draw on the otter with like felt tips, markers, biros. And it was just like an, an adult coloring book on my body. It was a bit like when you go to those uh, fancy restaurants yes. and the, the people lie down and you put sushi on them. But for Yeah, coloring. so like a mix up between when you get the coloring placemat for the kids, but you also get naked sushi people and you just mash those two ideas together. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that was a formative part of my uh higher education that experience yeah we used to give it we used to give it outfits as well didn't we so we would often give it a top hat and a cane that was quite a good one 
it had a well-positioned paw for like a pimp game, which I hadn't thought about when I got it done. But, you know, after the fact, it was like, oh, actually, yeah, perfect. If you can find this, we should, we should uh, post release that picture. it after we release this episode. Yeah, I'll have yeah. to dig. Like, go back and have a I look. I bet it's in an old Facebook photo somewhere. I'll look for it. That's That's three points. That is our three, three points. points that we have gone through. We've successfully done it. High five, high five. Tim. It's nice and quiet. You can't hear the high five. Sorry, guys. Wires. Um, right. I think this is an easy one to call. Should we? Well, let's go through the three categories. Let's make it let's, fair. Let's do it. Let's do razzle dazzle. So we had the glossy coats of a wet otter beaming in the sun, yep. glittering. Um, <laughs> and then for the archer fish, we had the, you say, the shiny scales and... Was it the razzle dazzle, the, the jump, sequin the sequin look, look stripy sequin look, the big jump, right? Yep. Um, I think scales are more suited to the sequin waistcoat razzle dazzle look. Scales are more razzly and more dazzly. So archerfish takes round I think one. So. Let's look at the eye appendage coordination. Coordination. I would say the otter wins think? this one because the otter can the otter can actually juggle. Like I would say that this For is the juggling, big thing about yes. it is that it um, it can it can actually coordinate three objects on mm-hmm. itself and move them around. So I think yes, this is important in the context of the challenge is to be better at juggling. I think the, yeah. the coordination and the accuracy of the archerfish is insane, but it's not mm-hmm. quite doing juggling it's yeah it's not gonna it's not gonna be able to fire like them little like spurts out every second or so to be able to do that it has got the better accuracy but it's coordination between its limbs probably not as good short fins as well how would you pick the juggling balls up well i've already (laughs) talked about that tim it would pick the balls up with this little squirt underwater (laughs) okay finally we're going for maverickitude so what did you say for yours I said that it's very maverick to Squirting. squirt water into the eyes of your captors. Yes, yeah, that's a fuck you attitude. It um, is. It's maverick as fuck. Yeah, you know what? It's um, not only us pissing through the bars, which I can definitely imagine would happen. It does <laughs> remind me of Archer from obviously the cartoon series uh, Archer. Like his attitude when he gets captured. I think the Archer fish are named after really? Archer in the yeah. TV series Archer. Which only yeah. came out, what, a couple of years ago? <laughs> yeah, they didn't name them for a while. They were like, I need a name for this fish. But nothing seems to fit. And then they they flipped on the telly. Archer like, was there. And they were it. like, that is the Archer fish right there. It's got Razzle Dazzle. It's got Maverick Archer fish, done. <laughs> we're naming it. I love it. <laughs> we should tweet that as well. We should always put out like one or two <laughs> false ones, I think. Just just a couple of lies, just to make sure people actually listen. Yeah, um, I think that was very maverick attitude of the Archerfish. Otters are not known for wearing pirate outfits. I just think they'd look adorable in one, and they would have that maverick sort of style. I think, yeah, you're. they are very Johnny Depp. Very jo- um, yeah, Johnny Depp, yeah. Otters are also known to go to war with each that's other, true. which I don't know if that's mavericky or just kind of quite horrible, <laughs> yeah. psychotic. But there's there's footage of them in Singapore right. a couple of years ago. There's two squads of otters just flying Square down up. the river at each They're other. They're wearing different football shirts. <laughs> they are, and they're showing. Oh, lots, lots, <laughs> lots, lots, lots. Um, yeah, so I think Maverick Attitude goes to the Archerfish, which makes it two one, which means 
It means that I am the High Panda. Sorry, the High Panda. Yes, you finally pulled it back. I have. Yes, it feels. It Doesn't feels it? great to be the High Panda again. I mean, there's no feeling quite like it. You know what? It feels equally bad losing High Panda. Like, it's soul-crushing. I, yeah, you're going to have to come back next week I will, Well, I should do some research. Is what I should do. <laughs> write some notes. <laughs> You are doing such a fantastic <laughs> job, and I'm sure okay. that everyone at home listening is enjoying all of your funny oh. comments and your fantastic effort in describing how an otter is a maverick by wearing a pirate costume. I think that is a great, great discussion. Yeah, I loved it. So, yeah. you get to decide the next one. I do get to decide the next one, which is great, because I can go into my giant list in my unorganized notes file. Let me find that okay. quickly. Yeah. Are we thinking of doing more game-like activities, or are we thinking of something a bit weirder? I've clearly had... I've got, like, that big list of about 20, and I've added two oh or three goodness. more since then. I have clearly got a Google mistype on here, because one of them is Bulldog, which is already a type of No, animal, the game so I Bulldog. Don't get how... Did you play that as a kid? Oh, yeah, British, British Bulldog. Bulldog. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why I've written that. Thank no you so much. Do we want to do... Do we want to do a game, or do we want to do something like... I've got a couple of things that I think would be really Okay, good. let's do... Yeah, let's do not a game, because we've done juggling this week. Let's do something else. Me and Tim enjoy a game which you would imagine that two people who do this kind of oh, podcast oh enjoy. God. Me and Timothy like uh, the game Dungeons & Dragons quite we a lot, do, don't indeed. we? We do. So, shall we do the animal that would best be a Dungeons & Dragons wizard? Oh! I like that. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Best D&D yeah. wizard. Best D&D wizard next week. On the field of battle. On the field of battle. We're looking for low health, like shockingly low health. Um, <laughs> high intelligence. Very high score. intelligence, but ultimately don't have a lot of moves, right? Can't, sh Ability can't shoot a lot of spell slots or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they've got lots of spells, but not a lot spell of slots. spell slots. Gotcha. Uh, they've got more than like Warlock so and stuff. Nerdy. We're making oh, ourselves God. look like we don't oh, know what's God. going on right now. Um, cut it all out. It's fine. No one needs to know. Yeah, it's fine. No one no one will no ever one know will about this, Timothy. Shh, it's a secret. <laughs> uh, I love that. I'm well up for that. Best wizard. Um, we will think about our um, categories over the next day yep. or so and then send them across to each other. I'm going to say, as the challenger, right. Timothy, next week, you get to pick two categories and I'll okay. pick one and then we've got three okay. categories. That seems yep, fair. I like that. Right? So send me two categories, I'll send yep. you one, and then we'll go from got there. Got it. I'm writing that down because I'm already getting better at notes. Before we go, I do obviously need to do a couple of shout-outs. Uh, firstly, Goose the Mongoose's Mangoose Goose Moose is available. Well, it's not available in stores. It's available on that website that I gave you earlier on. Just go back and go onto that. Or it was a fever dream. Who knows? Goose the Mongoose's Mangoose Goose Moose. Please do go and uh, check that out. Uh, secondly, I would like to say big thank you to our Twitter friend, who has... Oh, she has literally just this second messaged me saying she is happy go. for us to use her name. It is um, Dagmar the Archaficionado, which is probably one of the best names in the world. And it's at DJ 
where do when, which is DJ letters, and then W E D U W E N. Please do go give her a follow because she has helped me to become the high panda this week. I would also like to say a big thank you to the podcast Just the Zoo of Us, who have uh, been really helpful over this past week talking to us about how to do our podcast better. And Timothy, you got some free merch recently, didn't you? I did, yeah. They're sending it. Uh, I haven't received it yet, so I don't know what it is. Uh, but I'm excited. And that is from uh, Murder Incorporated, who were also really helpful and nice. Right, everyone. It's been absolutely lovely. Um, and we will see you in a week where I will be doing much more research. And I will win. Goodbye. I cast followers on Twitter. Oh, such nerds. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>